Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Hope you guys are starting off your week strong. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. If you could choose one word for other people to describe you as, what would it be? I asked this question actually on my private Facebook page of the day. I got a lot of interesting responses. One person said amazing. Another said kind. Someone said fiery or sassy, loving, fair, wise, generous, caring again, strong-willed. Someone just wrote his first name. Uh, Complicated, honest. I actually wrote incorruptible. What did you put? Passionate. Passionate. And it struck me that nobody wrote the word merciful. And that got me to thinking. It actually reminded me of one of my favorite movies from back when I was younger, a movie called Gladiator, which was a very violent movie and not the most Christian movie. Although it's weird because it does have a lot of Christian themes in it. And if you don't know the movie, the basic plot, just so you understand the story I'm about to tell, is that there's this this man who was supposed to be the ruler of Rome, but he got betrayed and he has to basically become a slave and fight as a gladiator. Uh, and this evil emperor who has done the betrayal is the one who's kind of manipulating the fights. And in one such fight, the gladiator defeats his opponent and the opponent's on the ground and the gladiator looks up to the emperor to see is he supposed to let this person live or is he supposed to kill him and, you know the emperor emperor you know here's the crowd they're all chanting for blood they want to see this guy get beheaded and so the emperor gives the thumbs down meaning you know behead this guy and the gladiator raises his weapon to do that and at the last moment he looks at the guy in the eye he just throws his weapon to the ground and, and the crowd is stunned because they wanted blood and they don't know what to think and then one person shouts his name. They say, Maximus, Maximus the Merciful. And everyone applauds and approves. Everybody, he's now like the hero, okay? Again, this isn't a Christian movie, but that's quite a Christian theme. One of the themes that Jesus says, we forget about this. He says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. It's kind of an interesting verse because we wonder what in the world does that mean? And he's saying it in the context of he's just, he's just healed somebody. Okay, and now he's eating dinner with all of these sinners and he's getting criticism for it. And he says to the critics, he says, don't you guys understand? I desire mercy, not sacrifice. And I think what Jesus is really saying here is he's saying, look, I don't want you to do things for other people because I require them of you. I don't just want you to to give your tithes because the Bible says give your 10%. I don't want you just to to be kind to the poor because I'm telling you to be kind to the poor. I'm not I'm not asking you this isn't trans a transactional relationship. Okay? I'm not interested in someone doing something just because they're told. I'm interested in you guys doing things because it's coming from the goodness of your heart. Okay? I'm interested in you being genuinely compassionate, not just going through the motions, not, you know, for example, back then slaughtering an animal and putting it on the altar and saying, see, look, here's here's what I brought you. Look, God, I gave my 10% of church. Okay? I told you I did. No, it's nothing like that. God's not interested in having a business relationship with you. He's interested in having a loving relationship with you because only when you have that can God's love flow through you into other people. Okay? That's the idea here. 
Now, I got to thinking about why none of us actually wrote the word merciful as far as the one word that we'd want to describe us, especially when Jesus places such a high emphasis on it. In fact, in the Beatitudes, he says, blessed are the merciful. He actually uses that as an example. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. And I think the reason none of us really identify with it is because we think of mercy as something that has to come from a position of power, right? Like a judge should be merciful, okay? An emperor should be merciful. A boss maybe should be, you know, merciful, that sort of thing. But we think, well, how can we be merciful? Well, mercy is something we can do every day. Mercy is when someone does something wrong for us, wrong to us, and we just say, you know what? It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. It's okay. We're, we're still friends. That's mercy. Mercy is maybe when somebody cuts us off in traffic and we, we choose not to flip them off. Mercy is when we see that, for example, somebody is, is suffering and we just take the time even to talk with them and tell them, you know, it's going to be okay. I'm here for you. Let's, let's work on this together. Again, Jesus is talking about mercy just in the context of, of even just having dinner with sinners and just being kind to them. You know, mercy is being charitable also, obviously, with, with your finances. Again, not out of obligation, but be, but out of compassion. All right. We know, we know what God requires of us. And we know, we, we know that we're supposed to be forgiving and we're supposed to be kind and we're supposed to be all these other things. But I think mercy is the thing that God really desires more than anything else. Because if God's ultimate desire for us is to be God-like, then really what two qualities does God exhibit more than anything else, right? Patience, number one, and mercy. Those are kind of the same thing if you really understand them. You can't really be merciful without patience. And it's hard to be very patient if you're not going to be merciful. Okay. So if God's goal for us is to be love-like, is to, is to be God-like, excuse me, that's like his ultimate goal for us, then we have to learn to be like him, which is to exhibit patience and mercy, which are two things that God, I'm sure, is exhibiting moment by moment. I know he's been plenty merciful with me. And this goes back to what he was saying in the Beatitudes, that those of us who are merciful will be shown mercy. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm ever going to get called in front of a judge in a criminal case and I'm begging for him not to give me 10 years in prison. But it means every day, every day I understand I'm not a perfect person. And even someone like Kristen, who I love very much and I'm, I'm very good to, uh, you know, she's had to show me mercy in, in my versa. time. And, and vice versa, not in major ways. I could tell one story real quick if you want. Uh, I'll hope if it's, it's a good, good story. <laughs> so, and this is, and believe me, she's had to show me plenty of mercy. One time, this is a, a, a long time ago, we had, um, we didn't get into an argument. We've never been in an argument, but we definitely had, um, I think we were at a point in our relationship where we we're learning to communicate with each other. We we're learning more about each other. And when that happens, you know, you're kind of, ba- you're going to bang up against each other a little bit. And, and, you know, as you're just kind of trying to work out the language of your relationship and, both of us, I think, had feelings that were a little bit hurt. And Kristen, one time, we, and we were, she was driving away from me. Her mom was taking her home from somewhere. And she was really sorry. And she wrote me this very beautiful text message and included, I think it was even a poem. Like you had written me, she wrote me this really beautiful song in the span of like five minutes. And, you know, so many times people will say, and this isn't to blow my own horn, but so many pe- people will say like, well, I don't want to talk to this person now, or I need to calm down. I, need to, I just need to be alone. And I thought, no, no, I understand what's happening here. You know, Kristen is suffering right now, and I need to let her know right now that, you know, everything's okay with us because I, the thought of her being in pain for even a moment beyond that was was horrible to me. And I just wanted to show mercy at that moment. Again, it wasn't anything like, you know, anything huge, like you know, I saw Kristen with another guy or something 
like that. Like that would never happen. It was, you know, it was the most. It's it, the beginning of our relationship yeah, too. It wasn't even like. So we. It wasn't even like anything. It was just like we were just learning about each other and we both wanted the same thing of the relationship, but we didn't know really how to express it correctly. Uh, and so anyway, that's all. So, but the point is, and there have been times I think I've told you guys about where I messed up and I called Kristen immediately and I was just begging guys like, God, please have her answer the phone because if, if I can't talk to her all day, I'll just be the most miserable person. And even though she was upset, this was a few months ago. Uh, even though she was upset because I said something, I don't remember what it was, but I said something pretty thoughtless and you maybe don't have to remember it right now. No, I don't remember. I, but I did do an episode about it. So if you look back a few videos, you'll see what I'm talking about. But the point is her act of mercy was just even to answer the phone because then she knew I would be suffering the whole day if she didn't. Her act of mercy was to listen to me. And then she, another act of mercy was, was actually to forgive me. So my point is this, guys. Mercy is not just something that's reserved for criminal just, judges or emperors or things like that. Every one of us every day has many, many moments where we can exercise mercy to the benefit of other people. And in so doing that, showing God that, yes, we're, we're deserving of mercy as well. And believe me, we all need it. So my message for you guys today is simply this. Yeah, we talk about the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All those things are important. But let's not lose sight of, of one of the things that perhaps more than any other really, really makes us godlike, uh, and that is and that is to be merciful. So that's my message for you today. Awesome. Well, I was just thinking the whole time about a show, a play, a book, movie that you and I both love, mm-hmm. which is our favorite, Les Mis, Les Miserables. Great, great. And it is a great explanation of God's mercy in the context of, if you don't know the story, and that could be a whole other sermon, so I won't go into it. However, showing the true mercy of God with this one character, again, I don't want to go into the whole context, but the other person being a judge and saying, this is the law, this is God's law, but not really showing God's mercy and how that is inconsistent. Um, and I think that doesn't just happen in in that I think that we as humans at, at any given point, God has to kind of check in with us like, are you holding something over somebody's head? Because I've shown you mercy, so you should show other people mercy. And so I think none of us can say that we're perfect in that in any regard because only God is perfect. But sometimes we have to look in introspectively and say, oh, am I doing that to another human being? It's not easy sometimes. Just like forgiveness and you did a message on forgiveness. It's not easy, but we have to remember, would God show mercy? Because if he would, which he would – then I need to show mercy and mm-hmm. I need to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because so. to love another person is to see the face of God. Ah, yes. I go. think I did use that in a sermon once. I love that. A while ago. I love that line. All right. You want to pray for all these people? Yes. Yes. And in fact, you know, why don't we do this? We have two prayer requests. Also pray for my friend uh, Dev, that guy, D-E-V is his name. He asked us to pray for him. Okay. You want He's, me to just do it all at yeah, once? Yeah. Why don't you just go yeah, for it? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Okay. Well, Lord, we thank you. In particular today, I pray for uh, um author ledger and his family arthur arthur <laughs> and um cavia um we pray for both of those people and we pray for dev as well god i pray that you would just just that they would feel your love and feel your warmth and comfort i feel like comfort and right now i just pray for every person who 
is watching. I feel like there are so many people right now who need comfort. I feel this is a year. Um, my, my word for the year, I always come up with a word for the year. My word this year is clarity. And I feel like clarity and comfort are cousins. And I feel like so many people need comfort and clarity. And the Bible says he will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Mm. God, it's mm. so easy for us to be inconsistent with what we say we're going to do and what we truly believe. Cause there's this, there's this tug of where we say we have faith, but, but do we really, really, really believe it? When our backs are up against the wall and we can't see a way out and we know we don't know what to do, Lord, but our eyes are upon you. I think that's in Chronicles when they're facing a huge arm, army. There's a big, there's a moment. There's so many times in the Bible this happens where they just lo- lay prostrate on the ground and say, God, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. So I pray for every person who's facing a situation. It could be in something huge, catastrophic, or it could be something Maybe they feel as minor, but God, you care about it all, Lord. You care. I pray for every person who needs healing right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray that they receive healing. I pray by the sound of my voice, which there's nothing powerful in the sound of my voice, but through faith, we've channeled that faith right now. I pray that someone is getting healed right now as they listen. I pray that somebody is getting healed right now, and I feel like that's happening. In Jesus' name, we pray for healing. I pray for those, not even just physical healing, I pray for also emotional and mental healing. Lord, I pray you want to deliver somebody from anxiety right now. You want to deliver somebody from depression right now. God, I know that you can do it. Lord, I ask you to do that. I pray healing for relationships, God, healing for, for marriages to be restored and, and relationships between parents and, and children and siblings. God, I pray for your restoration power, God. We pray for you to, I pray for salvation for people who need to hear your voice, God. And we pray, Lord, that we would just thank you, Lord, for being the lifter of our heads. You uplift us, God, and you encourage us, and you are the light, and, and we are called into your marvelous, marvelous light. And so we lay everything at your feet. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great job, baby. I want to also say a quick prayer, quick prayer for our friend Peter Russell, who always watches us. We thank you very much, God, for Peter Russell yes. and really all the people who uh, contribute to our page and also on our, our private pages as well. Yes. yes. All right. Should I close that? Absolutely. And for all that to that, Juanita and Lydia and all of you guys and Vanjie. Aaron Ruth. Yes, and Aaron. So we love you all. And Christine, everyone. So thank you. Absolutely. All right, guys. So uh, here's the most important part of the uh, episode. This is uh, if you would like to accept Christ into your life. And so what does this mean, right? It means, number one, that if you do, then you know that when you die, you'd be going to heaven and not to the other place. But also it means you have your best life now your most fulfilled life, that you achieve everything you're designed to achieve and that you become more Christ-like and you really unlock your total potential, okay? It's not just about what happens where you, when you die. It's about it's about what happens also between now and then. So all you have to do, it's very simple, is just repeat after me and, and actually mean it. Uh, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's pretty it. That's pretty much it. It's that simple, guys. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. You're now part of God's kingdom. 
And if you just said it because you want to renew your faith, that's just as good. And we're really happy about that. And we totally rejoice. We're also very grateful for our friend, Dev, who we prayed for, who was just baptized uh, this past week or so. So God bless him for that. All right, my love, I'd like to close this out and uh, yes. say anything? Yes, yes, yeah. We're grateful for all of you guys. And we know God has a great plan for all of our lives. And we're just going to follow that because we know he does. And so, um, yeah, I, I almost did the call of salvation no, again. <laughs> I already did that. I stole it. And so you did an excellent job. Hey, keep us in prayer that we find the right house. Yes, yes. We are on the search, and it's going to be an amazing testimony. And so we appreciate your prayers very much, very, very much. (laughs) All right, guys. Listen, we'll see you later. Um, Hope you guys have an amazing, amazing week. Show mercy, show love, show patience, all those things. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Amen. Seek justice, love mercy. And always walk humbly beside your Lord. That's right. There you go. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.